Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Baby, we have an informational one for you this week. That's um, right. Have you ever decided we're to do a the volume low? Dudu caca in front of a whole town? <laughs> I did. You're welcome, Philly. Meatball forgot her technical things. Uh, so she so I sound a like shit. Different today. Uh, we talk about voicemails. We talk about traveling for gigs. I'm in Chicago. This is a good one. I enjoy this episode. And um, just one last thing. I, I vowed on Twitter many years ago to never complain about airlines because when drag queens do it, it's so annoying. But American Airlines, you can suck my ass, faggot. Happy for your anniversary of the pod. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppyseconds at gmail.com. Now on with that show. Hi, you slopped you, stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw and that's Big Dipper. I just took a poo and was on my phone the whole time. And then when I looked up, I looked across the way through my beautiful hotel room window into another building across the way where I could see someone seeing me pooping. Thoughts? The question that I have is, um, why on earth are you pooping with the door open to the bathroom in a hotel room with little ventilation? It has like an air vent on it, and usually I close it once the deed is done and I've left the room. But while you're making uh, the stink, you want you want to put your stink on the whole room. I don't think the stink is making that. I mean, you're right. You are right. <laughs> I will I'm not going def- to. I'm, I'm not going to fight you. I'm coming. You're correct. I'm coming at you very sideways. I have definitely done that because there's a little bit of like I'm the king of this castle when you walk into a hotel room. But yes, but then when you're done and you close the door and you turn on the air vent and then you're just like, "Mm, the room still smells like doo-doo caca. I know. And you can't open these windows and hotels anymore. They're so afraid everyone's going to jump. We got good fear with you. Traveling. That's true. Also. Hello everybody. I am in Philadelphia. I'm in Chicago. And And, uh, if I sound weird or different, it's because I my dongle for my microphone doesn't work, and apparently the CVSs and the two Targets here in Philly don't have dongles. 
Well, I'm glad they bolted those windows shut because I was just going to suggest that you kill yourself because you didn't show up to work right. And you know what? I'm going to continue that for the next three fucking days. I'm not showing up anywhere right. I don't care. I don't want to do it. I don't. I hate drag. I need a fucking break. I'm literally so stressed out. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month for you. Happy Pride. It's just going to get worse. Demon. Hey, what? On this here Pride Month... What would you be if you weren't gay and weren't a drag queen? Ah, a straight marine biologist. I have always fantasized about marine biology as a career. Now, what exactly is marine biology? Well, it's the scientific the study, study of, of the, wa- what the shape of the water. marines. But like, oh, you're what trying to be a marine you biologist. <laughs> you're trying to say dropping. What would you do <laughs> as a marine in, biologist? Turn your head and cough. Dolphins. I would do dolphins. I would look at the dolphins, talk to the dolphins, pet their wet back skin. Mm. What is it? It's is I, it called? It's is it skin, skin or is it? It's not scales. It's, it's not hair. It's wet. It's skin. Is it skin? Are dolphins like pigs? Because, like, what's pig? That's just skin. <laughs> well, a pig is us. We're so close to a pig. What, well, honey, oink, oink. Do you call um, so, Do you call that part of the dolphin their back? Their haunch. <laughs> yeah, that would be their back. Their top? Their neck. Their, what are they? They don't have necks. Their, what's the dorsal fin? Is that the one on top? Maybe the whole top is a dorsal. Or a Dussel. You know what I'm talking about. A Mr. Dussel. I, I had another conversation with someone about that fucking play. We, and they were like, wait, there was other people in the attic? And I was like, oh, baby, let me tell you. We need to get you cast in another actual play so you have something else to talk about. That's the problem. I've been in other plays. I've been on TV. I've done a lot of stuff. And all I care about is that one play in well, junior are- high. Welcome. To Jurassic Park. You are currently on television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drag Me to Dinner came out. It is such a fun laugh to watch. Um, it's uh, our episode with Heclina is the final episode. I have uh, slightly l- misplaced my Hulu password, and so... You haven't watched it I yet? will be watching, but this I'm busy this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, me and Bitch had a wonderful time filming it. Uh, we were in New York for like a couple days. We shot it all in one day. And it's just so funny when you're like watching it like an edited program, not to blame the edit, but they like really created when you watch it, you'll see it. They created the story of like me and Bitch being super annoying, mostly me. Um, and on that day, I was being annoying. But there was so many times where me and bitch were just talking like normal people and like casually hanging things up and not being insane. And they've edited all of that out. And me and bitch were like, wait, we did like little, we we had canned bits that we were doing and like little scripted things that we had practiced and like, were like literal like choreo and stuff and all of it gone. Just two chickens with their heads cut off running around screaming the whole episode. I think, you know... You and I sometimes get a little spoiled because so many of the, we can edit ourselves. Yes, and so many of the people that we work with, like 
we're generating the impulse, the the like impetus for the project. We're saying, hey, will you come work on this thing with me? Or like, you, you're not only like the talent, but you're also an executive producer. You're the vision of what you want your video to be. And then you also are working mm-hmm. on the edit versus like, the, there was a whole team of people who you didn't even meet who put- I, I, But I, I did meet them the other night because we all went- Oh, you met all the editors? And like, well, I met, yeah, I met the editing team. I met uh, Hanifa finally because she was sick during our episode. The director and the line run- and the um, showrunner were there. And so they were all great. They were like, your episode's our favorite. You two were the most fun. Like, we had such a great time. And yeah. like, we're sorry, Heclina's gone. Like, and so I was like, oh, so they enjoyed it. But they enjoyed also making me look cr- full-blown insane. Yes, but you you do have to remember when you're on a set and there are cameras around and you are not in charge any any activity that you do is up for them to grab and baby, oh, I know. when you're but on that, one what i'm saying when you're on one that we were that's giving... what i would choose true and sometimes i'm on one but that's what I, but all i'm okay. saying is, is um we would try to give them levels like we thought like okay so we're gonna do some screaming and some of, and some of this and some of this and some of this well we thought they could build yeah they just drag wanted, is one thing well it was a beautiful show we had a wonderful time um honestly one of the best experiences i've had in drag being filmed for something it was amazing i love that well congratulations yeah, so what everyone go I watch say? Drag Me to Dinner on Hulu. And then um, our episode is the 10th and final. We are the finale episode. But go watch everyone's. Mary Cherries is fucking hilarious. She's like smashing beer cans while Pixie Aventura is singing. Pixie. Her, one of her bo- Aventura. She's incredible. She'll give you a five, a six. Seven. She'll skip the seven, but she'll give you that eight. She'll, she'll she'll knock that eight home. So you're in Philly. Yeah. I, flew I just American. feel like unless you fly your own private jet, shout out to Taylor Swift, traveling is just awful. It truly is. It truly is. I got into an argument at the gate yesterday, Shocking. or when I was checking my bag. Shocking. Well, okay. Do, are we going to do travel talk? Let me just we explain it very to. quickly. I okay, we don't need to, but let me just explain it really quickly and okay. let me tell you why I'm not in the wrong. Okay, <laughs> so the day before, I bought two, I, I purchased two suitcases to travel with me, like on the app. Then when I got to the airport, oh. I only brought one because I was like, I'm not actually going to take two. That's a lot. I'm doing a lot of travel. Said, Run me so I brought refund. one and a carry-on. I asked for a refund. They refused me. American Airlines refused me the refund. And so I got into a bit of an argument with the guy and he goes, because also at the machine, it was like, would you like to check your carry on for free? And I said, yes. So he goes, well, that's your second bag now. And I go, no, it's not. It's my carry on. And so I took the label off and I went, now it's my carry on. Now can I have a refund? And he was like, you can't take that label off and like grab the bag back from me. And I was like, are you stealing my bag? So it turned into a thing. And he said, you good? Yeah, it was basically that. He just... The conversation ended with him going, flown. that's not what I said. You, no, he goes, that's not what I said. That's your second bag. And then he walked away. And then he said, happy Pride Month, demon. No, but you know what? I, You know how I know I'm not in the wrong is because after I complained to customer service, I got my thing. And then they were like, yeah, we have problems with that guy a lot Ooh. today. So he was in the wrong. I got my refund and everyone in line was on my side. I Have you seen that Netflix show Beef? 
No. Yes, but it's the exact, it's that movie that you watched. Oh, cat fight. Yeah, it's just cat an extended fight. cat fight. I know, but I feel like you would like beef because. I did. Like, I watched it. Like I watched like four episodes. They like fighting. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bed. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. I wouldn't tell you it. I wouldn't normally. I'm in Chicago. I wouldn't normally say this sentence, but I have a grievance about dick pics that I wanted to bring up with you. I'm all in. Okay. Let me paint a picture because we did get some feedback that doing Pictionary on a podcast didn't play well to our audio listeners. I thought we were going to edit that out. Well, not just the whole segment. I trimmed it down so it would be entertaining. But, you know, we do put out a video podcast. You thought okay. I was just going to cut the entire segment? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give a really, really detailed description. I'm here. I'm making eye contact with the guy who watched me poop earlier. <laughs> so... Put your hands the worst in. part was that I was nude. Okay, sorry, you go on. Oh, there is something really great about a nude poop. Did you hop in the shower right after? Because that's the only yeah. point of pooping nude. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
put your hands at 10 and 2. Leave those air pods deep in your little little ear holes. Start scrubbing those dishes. Whatever you do when you really hunker into a podcast, because I'm going to give you an audio delight here. Do you know? No, I'm not. It's going to be a quick description. Do you know oh, when people are laying on a bed <laughs> and they're sort of in a half lay down, half seated position? You could do yes. this on a couch, too, if you were like on the couch lengthwise and you're naked and you want to take a dick pic. So you get your your picture, your get your your dick hard and the camera is sort of somewhere near your chest, maybe above your belly and you're aiming it down. So you're getting a little bit of belly dick and like residual whatever's left legs, mm-hmm. bed, the move not to do. Folks out there taking this type of dick pic is, is to bend your knees and put your little feet together like they're giving each other a high five. That sort of diamond leg shape beyond the dick is very unattractive to me, for me, personally. I Let don't those think, baddies... but you know what they're doing is they're spreading their legs to kind of give it some more to thrust. length. To thrust it out a little. I understand. But that, like, it is it is the actual moment. Like, if the feet were, like, three inches apart, five inches apart, but you don't no want big to... deal. The moment those little flat feet <laughs> touch together and the knees turn into a little diamond shape, I'm like, bah, bah. It It's is giving old gymnastics stretches. You lay down and, like, push your for legs up, butterfly. me. Because here's the thing. When you send me that picture, I want to be... Where the people are. I know. I want to be laying in your crotch. I want my dick on your, or my mouth on your dick, and I want your legs spread open. So with your legs in that diamond shape and those little feetsy touching, there's no room for me. That is not a flattering photo, in my opinion, personally. Thank you. It's so wild that you can... Yeah, I think sometimes people don't take a look, take stock of the room around them, the world around them. When I took a, a whole bunch of underwear pics in here, and I had to stage the background. Mm-hmm. Because I was mm-hmm. like, not my suitcase. Because people don't realize it's like, yeah, we're looking at your, your body or your penis, but we're also going to take a gander at the room around you. And I've told this story before, but some guy was taking pictures of himself um, in, at his work bathroom or whatever, and he didn't look, and he had like fully had um, skid marks in his underwear, but like big. And I went, hey, dude, you might want to not send that picture to anyone else. You might want to hit the showers. But then you told me that it's probably like that was him testing the water because he might be in his shit stuff. Oh, if they were like big, if you were talking big skid. I'm talking at least like a half inch thick at, at, at its widest and long. Um... Speaking of that, let's talk about Gooch Grease. Come on, Houston, Texas, coming through with the disgusting shit. (laughs) Okay, I I pulled a voicemail in relation to that. So I think when we play that voicemail, I want you to tell us about this story. Okay. When we get there. Um, I am in Chicago. Uh, my, my, my weekend will go as follows. Uh, after I check out of this hotel, I'm going to dance rehearsal with my four dancers. Then we're going to drive up to Milwaukee and hopefully attend a little bit of the pride fest tonight. And then tomorrow is Saturday. We're doing the big show. It's one hour. Haven't done any training for it. 
told myself I would spend a month doing Beyonce training where I do my set on a treadmill while I walk. Haven't done it. Gonna die. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Truly gonna pass out. You're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. You know? And then I have preemptively scheduled a massage on Sunday in Chicago before I get on the airplane Monday morning because I was like, I'm going to need a little stretch and a rub down. Full release? Oh, here's here's hoping, but what I really want is him to stretch me. Oh, yeah. It's nice having someone stretch you out. I'm like in physical therapy. They used to like really do it for me. I know. We should do it for ourselves. We should stretch out our mushrooms and a open up our chakras. And a stinky hole. <laughs> Your stink valve, or what do you say? Stink tunnel. But I am going to the gay beach in Chicago on Sunday. Which I'm Hollywood Beach. About. Hollywood Beach. Let's go to the beach each. Beach? Oh, I forgot to tell you. So uh, Wednesday night, uh, I went to a transparent musical opening night. Oh, slay! So um, I hung out with Monet and her boyfriend, and my friend Alex was there, and we saw Selena S. Titties. Um, and then a handful of other notables were around, but that was sort of like the group of people that I talked to. Mondo, uh, the designer was there. I love him. Um, Frankie Grande, who I've never actually met, but was sort of like, you know, friends with Selena, friends with Monet. So Mm -hmm. like was Mm -hmm. around, but like, we didn't say hello. Um, it was this really interesting thing because Peppermint, of course, is in the show. It's at the Mark Taper Forum. It's running for a month. It is a musical version of the the life story of Joey Soloway, who mm. um, created Transparent, the show on Amazon. And my personal theory is that obviously Transparent on Amazon was a huge hit, but then in yeah. its final moments it had a lot of controversy surrounding Jeffrey Tambor. And so, you know, in the final season, Jeffrey was no longer involved with the show and they sort of like, just like shied away from the Maura Pfefferman character and they focused on the other people. But I also think Joey Soloway started the show wanting to tell the story of their parent and their siblings, but hadn't really fully realized their queer and trans identity yet. And so this musical opportunity was an opportunity to sort of focus on their point of view and their perspective and tell that story. So it was really interesting that like the Mora Pfefferman character and their names are still their names are all still the same. Like, you know, it is from the TV show, but it's totally different. It was it was really interesting because I feel like this trajectory of like life story into TV show into musical hasn't necessarily happened. Like, no, never. I, it's, it's usually the other way around. Right. It's TV it's like, music or mu- no, musical. Yeah. Like a, a play or a musical. And then like, Oh, let's develop that for TV. So it was sort of interesting. Yeah. It and was, I did listen to y'all who interviewed Peppermint. Was it Willem in Alaska? I listened to some interview. Yeah. She, with her, where she was saying that it was hot goss and she was hot goss, but they were like, it had always, they had always wanted to make a musical yes. of it, but like the TV show came first and it was easier or something. And I was like, that's wild to hear. Well, a the huge music, production like that. The music was really cool. And 
what it had that I just love about going to the theater when theater is well funded is like 30 second moments that like clearly are an entire set design moment or like rigging installation, like something coming down from the ceiling and having that kind of impact. But it's not like, it's not a set piece for the entire show. It's like just for a moment. And I love in theater how that happens because it happens in TV and film all the time because we're so used to like CGI or like, like whatever. But in theater, you're like, Oh shit, the floor opened up and like some special thing happened and it's, it doesn't keep happening. It's only that one moment for that one song for that one lyric. You're like, that's cool. It was fun. It was fun to go see it. Have you seen any other musicals? I went and saw the Altadinta Amphitheater. What is it called? I saw Cabaret. Cabaret. I went and saw that as well. It was so fun. Really hit you with the Nazi stuff. It comes out of nowhere and you forget about it. I forgot that But that's literally the entire point of Cabaret. Yes, I know. about Germany in World War II. I know, but I guess I... You know, I've never seen the movie Cabaret. I've only seen... um, a play of it before so i kind of forgot about the nazi aspect so it really did shock me and um spoiler alert same thing happens in a transparent musical not even kidding a nazi reveal well because remember around like season four i don't know if you really watched the show but around season four the 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 Ali Pfefferman character starts doing research about their family and how there's like a queer lineage and they sort of flash back to queer relatives in Berlin at the like uh, sexual institute for queer studies or whatever. So they're literally like I saw Cabaret and then four days later I saw this and they both like flash back to 1930s in Berlin. And then like there's like a little bit of like a oop, there's a swastika on an armband here in 2023. That's so crazy. It's hard to see, you know, and you know, that happens in another play that I was once in called The Diary Diary of Anne Frank. Let's Um, take a You know what else I'm watching? Oh, okay. No, you tell me and then we'll take a break. Uh... It's on Netflix. It's really corny, but it's called Mer People. Have you heard about it? I would like to take a break. Okay. I would like to not talk about whatever you're talking about. You don't because, like Mer People? Well, I <laughs> I'm like, a Sparkles fan. I like uh, Halle Bailey. I still haven't seen it. Uh, Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back. That's right. I have some voicemails to play you. Are you interested? In hit, pl- hit the sleigh button, faggot. <laughs> hey, big meat and dip ball. 
I just want to add an extra layer to the bus controversy from the opening song from that caller from several weeks ago, probably. Um, I thought the lyrics meant bus as in, like, busty, like, rotund and, like, large and, like, round, like, you're busty, like, it's a bus, not like it didn't work out, you know? So, it turns out I'm a fucking idiot. Um... But, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of, like, somebody getting hit by a bus and then, like, y'all are there to be like, hey, listen to our podcast, you know? I think that's hot. Um, but anyway, that's all I had to say. Bye! Oh. <laughs> I was going to be so mean, and then they went, <laughs> What do they call those lawyers? Ambulance chasers? I'm trying to get some business? Yeah, it, yeah. I was like, what if bus? we did show up? You want to talk about it? Like, what could we do? Well, like, while you're in recovery from your healed wounds after getting hit by the bus, listen to the pot. Listen to the pot, baby. Um, That's funny. I didn't realize that there was this much discourse over a song that's existed for, what, like four years? How long have we been doing this? A long time. Four years? Three years? I actually have no idea. I was listening to some podcasts, and they were like... And I had listened to it from episode one. I've never missed an episode. And the other day they were like, well, this is, we're in our eighth year and this is so crazy. And I was like, eight years. That's how I feel about when I listen to the read. Like they're like a decade in. I know, but they take breaks. They take, they take breaks. Well, I think you kind of earn breaks after five or six years because you like have, you're ingratiated into someone's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we've, yeah. Next call. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I don't know how long we've been doing it, but I also think that it's... I don't think we've ever missed an episode. Like, we've never had a repeat episode, right? Um, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Um, But I have no idea. I Like, I mean, I... Someone do the work. Someone do the work. Someone out there, do the work. The way that I interact with, like, our show is, like, I'm just like, what is happening next? The fact that so uh, hot goss yeah, just we... had celebrated two hundred episodes, and I only knew that because I like number them as I prepare them. It wasn't like I had some like uh, anniversary date set aside. So I really, I have no idea. I'm actually on the website right now trying to scroll back and see the oldest episode. I ju- I just don't feel like we've ever posted a repeat because I. Because you're dedicated to your work. No, because I feel... Well, one, I don't like when other podcasts do it. And two, I feel like I would remember having to do an intro. Even... I remember one time I had to record, like, a 10-minute intro solo, but then it still cut to, like, a real episode of us two talking. Oh, because we had, like... We had recorded something out in the world, but then I was sick or... Yeah. Anyway. This is very boring for people to listen to. Let's do a phone call. This is worse than Pictionary. Hey, this is my attempt in making your phone number rhyme because it's been bugging me ever since I said it can happen, but it actually can't happen. But here's what I got. Two, one, three, five, three, six, nine, one, eighty. That, you got to put the emphasis on the three. You got to put the emphasis on the back of the eighty. I don't know. Let me know. Two, one, three, five, three, six, nine, one, eighty. Bye thoughts two one three five one six nine one five three six nine eighty
I don't think, I think we we're just going to I think we're just going to go back to 2135369180. The joke is over. <laughs> Wait. Meatball, we're coming up on an anniversary. Oh, really? Our first episode of Sloppy Seconds. Um, the only podcast we've ever done. We've together, ever done is called Slop in the City. Speaking of, and just like that. Is it because I was talking about New York and Kim Cattrall's going to be there? And I'm about to be in the city. I'm about to be the slop in the city. Premiered June 14th, 2019. Are you counting years in your head? Is that what you're for? Yes. (laughs) So we have our four year anniversary next week. Because now, do you do this? So, yeah, four years. How insane. I hate you. Um, do you do that thing? Because I do the math and I really try to cancel the pandemic out of my life. So, like, I subtract three years from everything. I'm always like, oh, I lived in L.A. 18 months. I mean, yeah, people are asking me. I was like, I guess I've been in L.A. for 10 years now, but it only feels like. Right. Seven. I'm like, I'm 28. I'm same. Next call. Anyways, happy anniversary. Next Four week. years. How insane. How insane. Hi, Slash. Maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> I just had like a little realization. Um, I was thinking back about that time that someone said that um, they found a mysterious mucus slime in the butt. And I was oh. taking my fiber and I left it out for a little bit. And it came back and that shit was mucusy it was gelatinous so i think it's these bottoms aren't eating and just doing a fiber cleanse a little pure for men and they got a little gelatin in their walls that might be it did i just crack it i don't know i don't know goodbye she cracked the code she cracked the sasha bell code um, I think this is a very good theory. This seems very valid to me. This seems very valid to me. Because we also, just, we had that conversation where we were like, have you ever poured Metamucil in a cup, stirred it up, and walked ready away. to drink, and then walked away, and you come back, and it is gelatinous, honey. I'm Someone else, I think, also was like, it could be like if you swallow like a jelly candies without chewing them all the way, they... Just they don't fully digest. They can come out of you. Like they slowly break down as they go through you. So it could just be something like that. Um, So in my case, I take those jelly probiotics. So it could be something like that. Because I swallow them whole. Because I'm not. They taste bad. Yeah. Sometimes here's a question. Here's a here's a question. Things that are chewable are they also just swallowable? Yeah. Do you have to chew it? Is it better to chew it? To or chew it? Did they just make it an option if you're unable to swallow? Because Yeah, because it's like a the capsule reason, to me is similar. The reason you like, okay, like prep. The reason you don't chew that is because it's meant to dissolve slowly in your system because it's like a 24 hour because you take it daily. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like time release, but it's not. You're not supposed to chew it and have it all be absorbed like on your tongue. So, is chewing it make it take hold faster? Like, remember Blue Chew? 
Are you supposed to chew that? What's the second syllable of it called? It's the fucking in the name. Next call. No, tell us about your story about gelatinous greasy discharge. What do you mean? Houston, Texas. Remember I said I had a voicemail about it and then we just listened to the voicemail? Well, this was, this isn't a gelatinous greasy. It's not even grease. What these people are talking about is that they are so unhygienic. Sorry. There's something called gooch grease and men and, and the report came from my hometown of Houston, Texas. Thank you, Stone Stoner Stoning, for sending this in. You're always on top of all the news. Um, and men are wearing maxi pads in their underwear because there's a combination of when they're working in the hot, humid sun. We used to just call it swamp ass. But they're reporting that it's a combination of sweat, lint, and shit debris in men's buttholes that is ruining their underwear and running down their legs. Call your friend. With and so the, they're so instead I mean? of cleaning themselves, they're just sticking maxi pads in there. This is what men are doing. Why are men afraid of soap? Why are they afraid of cleaning their butthole? They literally think if they clean their buttholes, they're gay. I don't I want everyone to get a tushy bidet and clean your butthole. Honey, get a squishy bidet, you know what I mean? They come in travel packs. I just don't understand it. Why are men's butts so dirty? Are they not wiping? I think if you are a person who regularly puts your face in a butt or asks people to put their face in yours, you are way more, way more apt and aware about the cleanliness and but if that amount of fucking shit is down there, they shouldn't even be getting blowjobs, these men. Like, I agree. someone can smell we it. We all remember, I remember the guy time... who shit on my chair after he came when I was sucking his dick. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Do we all remember this guy? Now, do you like when people say cummed? To me, when people no, say it's cummed. better than came. When people say come, it's the same as when people talk about being casted. I got casted. Or um, how much does... Oh, it costs me. Is that a cost? It cost me. Not costs. Oh, in the past tense. Or costed, yeah. Yeah, oh, it didn't... Yeah, it costed me. Yeah. You don't get casted in a play. You get cast in a play. It's the past tense. Um... So this man had cummed in my mouth, and when he cummed, he he shook so hard. Uh, no, he had a very big reaction. And then when I got when he stood up and left, I looked down at the chair, and there was a little bit of shit on the chair, just a drop. But I thought to myself, Oof, I've told not. this story many times. Five years ago, I told this story. I thought to myself, <laughs> did that come out of him because he had cummed so hard and? Uh, yeah, shitted. Shaking, <laughs> or was did he have so much gooch grease and he didn't wear his maxi pad that day that the moment he took his pants down and sat on my chair, the shit had appeared. That's the question. Sweet hot, sweet tea. Oh my Next god! All right, let's take a break. We'll do some more. I don't deal in poop. <laughs> yeah, you just poop and pu- poop for all to see.
And we're back. Hey guys, it's Jack from Ohio. I called previously about getting fucked with uh, coconut oil with exfoliating beads, and I might die from blood loss. I did not die from blood loss. It was fine. Uh, anyways, listen to the recent episode, and you guys are talking about JLU and getting it off. Um, so one of my fisting friends taught me uh, Barbasol or just like shaving cream that for sensitive. Frickin' just bomb and wipe the clean off with water. Uh, any time I'm going to be using, like, J-Lube or X-Lube, we'll lather up with shaving cream afterwards and just wash it off in the water. Uh, hope that helps. Bye. No, that's a good tip. That's but really I, great. Thank but you. I think we were talking about the insides of the bottoms. I mean, in addition to the Dawn soap or the salt, Barbasol for sensitive skin. Love it. Great mm-hmm. tip. Well, what? Because you're not. No, put that the guy was talking about inside. how he couldn't get it off. No, we were talking about getting the blood because the J Lube wouldn't come off that guy's arm. No, I know, but then you posed the question of how do the bottoms get it out if they're being if you're like taking the water bottle oh. and everyone knows the bottoms them. insides are like lizards; they just shed a new skin. <laughs> you're not into farting at all. Uh-uh, so gross. <laughs> I mean, I like to fart, but I don't like I anyone. I like to fart, fart, fart. Um, whatever happened to Raffi? We always thought Raffi and Shel Silverstein were hot. I would like to see that porn. The two of them bearded guys going at it. I don't, well, I'm just now realizing that Shel Silverstein is a man. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I do agree that Raffi is hot. When I say fart, I mean like when they're like push out the cum, like no. make the little luby fart cum bubbles with your gooch grease. You know what I mean? Tap no, on it so it's because here's where I'm at. No matter how confident I am, at by the end, I don't want to push anything out because right. I don't know what I've knocked loose. You want to hold it in. I want just everything in there, and then I'll take care of it later. Hopefully on a toilet where um, everyone across the way can see me. As Nina West is an abject non-supporter of the pod and will not come on your show, what's your opinion on what she wore to the Little Mermaid opening on the red carpet? Um, I really think it needs to be discussed here where she will never hear it. I didn't like the hair. I didn't like that neon color because I feel like it didn't make sense. Wow, you just dragging her i'm not Um, dragging her she can do whatever she wants she's a famous drag queen but like i really liked the dress yes i thought the idea of the dress and the the hair were really cool and the makeup was cool again i i do have to agree it's not that i didn't like the green suit i'm trying to remember was there stuff stuck to it i don't think i liked what was stuck to it it was a glove it was gloves that went up to eternal it was sort of like one unit it was like purple and then green on top i just didn't understand I love why the purple it, dress yeah i didn't understand why it was the neon green because it was clearly an homage to ursula to ursula i just didn't but get I mean, the green that's all i didn't get the green either but Especially out of everybody on that premiere. red carpet yeah oh that would have been hard at a daytime but as, but out of everyone on that carpet i do think she had one of the most fun Looks and memorable, out, looks. like and memorable, because like we're talking about it. And I I vaguely remember Melissa McCarthy was in a very simple thing. 
she was in like a royal blue thing and i think that's why you know what she rocks really well those long dresses that are also um button down shirts oh yeah that's her like i was like wait a minute i need to get me like 10 of those and just start being her you know who else does that occasionally demoria when she's like low-key cornbread Oh yes, well, no, I know who Demoria is. Well, I know, but for our listeners, I love when Cornbread is in drag. You better call her fucking Cornbread, and when she's out of drag, you better fucking call, call her, her Demoria. Demoria. There is no in between. You respect her, and when she's pimping out her sisters on Instagram Live, you better call her <laughs> Miss Moneybags. You know what I mean? She's. Like, I don't, I've never kiss. met anyone that was hungrier for Candy's cock than me, except for Demoria. It's time for Candy Muse News. She slayed another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. I can't wait to see her win. I've uh no, I haven't watched this week's episode. I watched last week's. Oh, I watched the first ten minutes. We love the first ten minutes. She by the end of it, she's giving Jimbo the shadiest side eye. Next call. I'm excited to see. All right, next call. All right, I'm going to try this again. Sorry about that. This is my second voicemail, so. <laughs> uh, now, strap in, Meatball. This story is worth it. It's descriptive. It's well told. But it is over two minutes, okay? Distracted. Yes. Hey, Meatball. Hey, Dipper. I love your podcast. Big Good. fan. Uh, I've got a fuck talk story. I call, I call it the seven-layer salad story. I was out of town for work and staying at a hotel, and I was grabbing some dinner at the hotel bar, and there was an entree dinner salad on the menu called the seven-layer salad that had chicken, romaine lettuce, corn, black beans, cucumber, avocado, and roasted tomatoes, and it was it was really good. It was delicious. So while I was eating, I was checking out Grinder, and this good-looking guy messaged me asking for a blowjob. Um he, he sent his pics. Uh, pics were awesome. Great body. Beautiful dick. Not too small. Not too big. So I was into him. So I messaged him that I was eating dinner and to give me 30 minutes to finish and get back to the room. So he arrived at my hotel room about 30 minutes later. Hot guy. Looked just like his pics. He was, and he was just interested in a blowjob, which, you know, honestly was perfect. He takes off his clothes and... I tell you, just one of the prettiest dicks I've ever seen. <laughs> just like the pixie shit. So my mouth is watering. Can I just say that this caller sounds like so sweet? I know. I want to be this person's best friend. Yeah. For a night. Back on the bed. And his dick already has a little drop of pre-cum oozing out. So I immediately go to work on this hot dude. And I'm loving it. He's moaning. And he's really into it, too. And... um I'm going down on him, and at one point, I take his entire dick in my mouth all the way down to his bush, and Good for you. that's the exact point when his dick hit the spot in my throat <laughs> that caused me to gag, and then I felt it happening. I vomited that, that delicious seven-layer salad into this poor man's crotch. Every layer of the seven-layer salad was accounted for, the chicken, the romaine lettuce, Corn, black beans, avocado, cucumbers, roasted tomatoes, and even some of the ranch dressing was there. And it was all over his pubes, running down his balls, his sexy furry belly. 
I mean, I felt terrible, so I scrambled to the bathroom, wet a towel, and brought it to him while I was apologizing profusely. He towels off, and I offered the shower, but he said, no, that's okay. And he hops back on the bed, spreads his legs, and says, I need you to finish what, I need you, to finish what you started. So I, I get back between his legs. Fortunately, there was no residual vomit smell in his crotch, but I did notice a few specks of lettuce. And I think even a cucumber seed in his pubes. But a few minutes later, he comes. I swallow. He leaves. Thoughts? <laughs> Goodbye. I thought he was going to be like, and then I went back and got another seven layers. He was like, because I was hungry. It was no I longer was hungry. My body. I just emptied out. <laughs> that is hilarious. I've told you the Cheez-It story. This, like, a very similar yes. thing happened to me. But, again, it happened to me more recently. <laughs> we, I, we ate, um, I ate an entire burrito bowl and then, like, less than 10 minutes later tried to suck. Um, well, it was Michael's dick, and then I threw up all over the hotel room. You love throwing up. Here's caller. Here's what I'm going to say. To me... If I'm sitting down to my beautiful seven-layer salad that I'm excited to eat because I still remember each of the ingredients, Name I them. would... What did you say? Name Name, Name the ingredient. Uh, romaine lettuce. Chicken. Romaine lettuce. Okay. Olives. <laughs> cucumber. No olives. Black beans. Corn. Avocado. Cucumber, black avocado. Beans, ranch. Cherry tomatoes, romaine lettuce. Ranch, cherry tomatoes. Yeah, okay. We okay, so fuck you. Um, I would have said, oh, excuse me, you know, Sally, to my waitress. Can you package this up for Wrap me? Wrap this up. I'm mm-hmm. going to need to eat it later after I gobble on some dick. Like, you sat and finished your dinner and then went to suck dick? I got to suck dick on an empty stomach. Now, do you feel like your gag reflex is more sensitive right after you've eaten? Yes. Or- Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, because I want to be able to gag and have nothing lingering in my esophagus. Mm. I want to be able to like go like uh, uh, and then be fine to keep going. And if there's any food in my body, that's coming up. So it's coming. It comed up. It comed up. All right. Here's our last call for today. Hey, Dipper. Hey, Meatball. Dipper. Bubba. Listen, bud. I, I was just like you. It's so much stuff that I needed to sell. I had so much stuff that I didn't know I needed to buy. I didn't have Facebook. I haven't had Facebook since fucking 2002. But I got a burner account. And listen, it is so easy to sell things on Facebook Marketplace. You meet people out in public. You know, if you're worried about getting murdered, like, it's completely cool, super easy. All I'm saying, highly recommend. I know it sounds like a lot of work, but you won't regret it. Anyway. Goodbye. I wasn't worried about getting murdered until you said it. I am. I don't want anyone knowing where I live. Um, we did. I mean, we bought stuff on Facebook Marketplace. It's not that bad, but I, I guess make a burner I, account. After I heard this call, I remembered my friend and his husband bought their car on Facebook Marketplace. I think it might be the new thing. Okay, well, maybe I'll I'll make a little burner account because I got a lot of stuff I want to sell, too. Also, did you... Have you seen this? I forget which queen it is, but on Twitter, she'll go through all the... Um, 
uh, drag Facebook marketplaces and look for people selling wigs that are hideous and overpriced. No, I haven't like, seen it. Like, super poorly styled, like, double stack. They'll be like, it's a double stack, and it looks like it's been, like, run through, and it's, like, $350. Damn. <laughs> and people are buying these. Wigs are so expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I get so mad when um, people fuck with mine. Touch them. Well, well, thank you so much for listening this week. My bobala. What does that even mean? You know, like my good, my, my, normally it's elder folks sort of talking to younger people. Bubala. But it's a Yiddish term of endearment. Bobali? Nope. Bobali is the pre-baked pizza dough you would buy at the grocery store. Mm. It's not well, delivery. It's bobali. It's bobali. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Or email us sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which comes out every Tuesday and Friday. That's right. And make sure you subscribe to Mom Plus so you get some bonus. Uh, We have something coming out this week, a little... uh, lunch date between me and meatball in the studio eating hanging out that'll be available on mom plus and then every friday when we have guests we have a little extra bonus uh content over there and uh you know happy proud month pride fags be who you are for your pride all right you know that one To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.